This is Chapter One of the American Claimant. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The American Claimant by Mark Twain. Chapter One. It is a matchless morning in rural England. On a fair hill, we see a majestic pile, the ivied walls and towers of Chumley Castle, huge relic and witness of the baronial grandeurs of the Middle Ages. This is one of the seats of the Earl of Rossmore. K G G C B K C M G etc 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 who possesses twenty two thousand acres of English land, owns a parish in London with two thousand houses on its lease roll, and struggles comfortably along on an income of two hundred thousand pounds a year. The father and founder of this proud old line was William the Conqueror, his very self. The mother of it was not inventoried in history by name, she being merely a random episode and inconsequential, like the tanner's daughter of Felez. In a breakfast-room of the castle on this breezy fine morning there are two persons and the cooling remains of a deserted meal. One of these persons is the old lord, tall, erect, square-shouldered, white-haired, stern-browed a man who shows character in every feature attitude and movement and carries his seventy years as easily as most men carry fifty the other person is his only son and heir a dreamy-eyed young fellow who looks about twenty-six but is nearer thirty candor kindliness honesty sincerity simplicity modesty it is easy to see that these are cardinal traits of his character and so, when you have clothed him in the formidable components of his name, you somehow seem to be contemplating a lamb in armor, his name and style being the Honorable Kirk Cudbright, Lanover, Marjorie Banks, Sellers, Viscount Berkeley, of Chalmundeley Castle, Warwickshire. Pronounced Kukubri, Lanover, Marshbanks, Sellers, Viscount Berkeley, of Chumley Castle, Warwickshire. He is standing by a great window, in an attitude suggestive of respectful attention to what his father is saying, and equally respectful dissent from the positions and arguments offered. The father walks the floor as he talks, and his talk shows that his temper is away up toward summer heat. "'Soft-spirited as you are, Barclay, I am quite aware that when you have once made up your mind to do a thing which your ideas of honor and justice require to do, argument and reason are for the time being wasted upon you, yes, and ridicule, persuasion, supplication, and command as well. To my mind, father, if you will look at it without prejudice, without passion, you must concede that I am not doing a rash thing, a thoughtless, willful thing, with nothing substantial behind it to justify it. I did not create the American claimant to the earldom of Rossmore. I did not hunt for him, did not find him, did not obtrude him upon your notice. He found himself, he injected himself into our lives, and has made mine a purgatory for ten years with his tiresome letters, his wordy reasonings, his acres of tedious evidence, which you would never read, would never consent to read yet in common fairness he was entitled to a hearing that hearing would either prove he was the rightful earl in which case our course would be plain or it would prove that he wasn't 
in which case our course would be equally plain i have read his evidences my lord i have conned them well studied them patiently and thoroughly the chain seems to be complete no important link wanting i believe he is the rightful earl and i a usurper a nameless pauper a tramp consider what you are saying sir father if he is the rightful earl would you could you that fact being established consent to keep his titles and his properties from him a day an hour a minute you are talking nonsense nonsense lurid idiocy now listen to me i will make a confession if you wish to call it by that name i did not read those evidences because i had no occasion to i was made familiar with them in the time of this claimant's father and of my own father forty years ago this fellow's predecessors have kept mine more or less familiar with them for close upon a hundred and fifty years the truth is the rightful heir did go to america with the fairfax heir or about the same time but disappeared somewhere in the wilds of virginia got married and began to breed savages for the claimant market wrote no letters home was supposed to be dead his younger brother softly took possession presently the american did die and straightway his eldest product put in his claim by letter letters still in existence and died before the uncle in possession found time or maybe inclination to answer the infant son of that eldest product grew up long interval you see and he took to writing letters and furnishing evidences well successor after successor has done the same down to the present idiot it was a succession of paupers not one of them was ever able to pay his passage to england or institute suit the fairfaxes kept their lordship alive and so they have never lost it to this day although they live in maryland their friend lost his by his own neglect you perceive now that the facts in this case bring us to precisely this result morally the american tramp is rightful earl of rossmore legally he has no more right than his dog there now are you satisfied there was a pause then the son glanced at the crest carved in the great oaken mantel and said with a regretful note in his voice since the introduction of heraldic symbols the motto of this house has been suum quique to every man his own by your own intrepidly frank confession my lord it is become a sarcasm if simon lathers keep that exasperating name to yourself for ten years it has pestered my eye and tortured my ear till at last my very footfalls time themselves to the brain-racking rhythm of simon lathers simon lathers simon lathers and now to make its presence in my soul eternal immortal imperishable you have resolved to to what is it you have resolved to do to go to simon lathers in america and change places with him what deliver the reversion of the earldom into his hands that is my purpose make this tremendous surrender without even trying the fantastic case in the lords yes with hesitation and some embarrassment by all that is amazing i believe you are insane my son see here have you been training with that ass again that radical if you prefer the term though the words are synonymous lord tansy of talmash the son did not reply and the old lord continued yes you confess that 
puppy that shame to his birth and caste who holds all hereditary lordships and privilege to be usurpation all nobility a tinsel sham all aristocratic institutions a fraud all inequalities in rank a legalized crime and an infamy and no bread honest bread that a man doesn't earn by his own work work <laughs> and the old patrician brushed imaginary labor dirt from his white hands you have come to hold just those opinions yourself suppose he added with a sneer a faint flush in the younger man's cheek told that the shot had hit and hurt but he answered with dignity i have i say it without shame i feel none and now my reason for resolving to renounce my heirship without resistance is explained i wish to retire from what to me is a false existence a false position and begin my life over again begin it right begin it on the level of mere manhood unassisted by factitious aids and succeed or fail by pure merit or the want of it i will go to america where all men are equal and all have an equal chance i will live or die sink or swim win or lose as just a man that alone and not a single helping god or fiction back of it <laughs> the two men looked each other steadily in the eye a moment or two then the elder one added musingly absolutely crazy absolutely after another silence he said as one who long troubled by clouds detects a ray of sunshine well there will be one satisfaction simon lathers will come here to enter into his own and i will drown him in the horse-pond the poor devil always so humble in his letters so pitiful so deferential so steeped in reverence for our great line and lofty station so anxious to placate us so prayerful for recognition as a relative a bearer in his veins of our sacred blood and withal so poor so needy so threadbare and pauper shod as to raiment so despised so laughed at for his silly claimantship by the lewd american scum around him ah the vulgar crawling insufferable tramp to read one of his cringing nauseating letters well this to a splendid flunky all in inflamed plush and buttons and knee-breeches as to his trunk and a glinting white frostwork of ground-glass paste as to his head who stood with his heels together and the upper half of him bent forward a salver in his hands the letters my lord my lord took them and the servant disappeared among the rest an american letter from the tramp of course jove but here's a change no brown paper envelope this time filched from a shop and carrying the shop's advertisement in the corner oh no a proper enough envelope with a most ostentatiously broad morning border for his cat perhaps since he was a bachelor and fastened with red wax a batch of it as big as a half-crown and and our crest for a seal motto and all and the ignorant sprawling hand is gone he sports a secretary evidently a secretary with a most confident swing and flourish to his pen oh indeed our fortunes are improving over there our meek tramp has undergone a metamorphosis read it my lord please yes this time i will for the sake of the cat fourteen thousand forty two sixteenth street washington 
May 2. My Lord, it is my painful duty to announce to you that the head of our illustrious house is no more. The Right Honorable, the Most Noble, the Most Precinct Simon Lathers, Lord Rossmore, having departed this life, gone at last, this is unspeakably precious news, my son, at his seat in the environs of the hamlet of Duffy's Corners in the grand old state of Arkansas, and his twin brother with him, both being crushed by a log at a smoke-house raising, owing to carelessness on the part of all present, referable to overconfidence and gaiety induced by overplus of sour mash. Extolled be sour mash, whatever that may be, eh, Barclay? Five days ago, with no scion of our ancient race present to close his eyes and inter him with the honors due his historic name and lofty rank, in fact he is on the ice yet, him and his brother, friends took up a collection for it but i shall take immediate occasion to have their noble remains shipped to you great heavens for interment with due ceremonies and solemnities in the family vault or mausoleum of our house meantime i shall put up a pair of hatchments on my house front and you will of course do the same at your several seats i have also to remind you that by this sad disaster i as sole heir inherit and become seized of all the titles honors lands and goods of our lamented relative and must of necessity painful as the duty is shortly require at the bar of the lord's restitution of these dignities and properties now illegally enjoyed by your titular lordship with assurance of my distinguished consideration and warm cousinly regard i remain your titular lordship's most obedient servant mulberry sellers earl rossmore immense come this one's interesting why barclay his breezy impudence is is why it's colossal it's sublime no this one doesn't seem to cringe much cringe why he doesn't know the meaning of the word hatchments to commemorate that sniveling tramp and his fraternal duplicate and he is going to send me the remains the late claimant was a fool but plainly this new one's a maniac what a name mulberry sellers there's music for you simon lathers mulberry sellers mulberry sellers simon lathers sounds like machinery working and churning simon lathers mulberry sell are you going if i have your leave father the old gentleman stood musing some time after his son was gone this was his thought he is a good boy and lovable let him take his own course as it would profit nothing to oppose him make things worse in fact my arguments and his aunt's persuasions have failed let us see what america can do for us let us see what equality and hard times can effect for the mental health of a brain-sick young british lord going to renounce his lordship and be a man <laughs> yes End of chapter 1